Your story written in the stars, written and read by Philip Calcott. Have you ever managed to get out at night to somewhere where it's properly dark? I mean, really, dead black dark. This would involve escaping the light pollution of our cities and choosing a moonless night. If you are lucky enough to also choose a cloudless night, then I can almost guarantee that at some stage you will have looked up and said, Wow! Awe is the natural reaction of the human spirit to the beauty and splendour of all the dazzling points of light that jump out at us from a truly dark sky. Hundreds and hundreds of stars. So, wow might be your first reaction, but if you're anything like me, as the initial shock of the majesty of the heavens begins to wear off, questions started popping into your mind. I wonder, what am I actually looking at here? Do all these stars have names? That one looks a sort of orange colour, and that one is plain white. Why the difference? What is that particularly bright one there, and why is it so much brighter than the rest? Come to think of it, what actually are stars, and how far away from us are they? All these questions have fascinating answers, but perhaps the place to begin is with that last question about distance. How far away are the stars? Without having at least a vague grasp on the distances of space, nothing else will make much sense. And to get that, we need to start by finding the most famous constellation of our night sky, the Southern Cross. Before we discuss the cross, let's just make sure we're straight on the southern bit. If you left a camera with an open shutter pointing at the southern night sky, all the stars would make lovely circles about one particular spot. You've probably seen just such a photo somewhere. These lovely circles are not, of course, due to the stars actually moving. It's the rotation of the Earth on its axis that creates the effect. And that spot about which all the stars appear to rotate is the southern axis of the Earth's rotation. It is towards this spot that the Southern Cross points. Astronomy is full of constellations that look nothing like their names. But the Southern Cross is a happy exception. It consists of four fairly bright stars making a shape that actually does resemble a cross. It's the long bar of this cross that is directed helpfully at the southern axis of the Earth's rotation. If you hold your fist out at arm's length, the southern axis of the Earth's rotation is just less than three fist widths from the sharp end of the Southern Cross. If you're not sure it's the Southern Cross you've found, help is at hand in the form of the two pointer stars. These two bright stars lie about one and a half fist widths away from the cross and point towards its short end. You may now have noticed that both the Southern Cross and the Pointer stars lie in a beautiful milky white cloudy stripe that stretches out across a significant portion of the sky. That is our Milky Way galaxy, the city of stars to which our Sun belongs, of which more another time. For now, let's focus on the Pointer stars. The brighter and more yellow of the two pointer stars is a very special star indeed. Its name is Alpha Centauri, and it's the third brightest star in the sky to the naked eye, which I suppose is pretty special in itself, but it's not its major claim to fame. Alpha's unique accolade is that it is the closest bright star to our own dear sun. It is our nearest celestial neighbour. So, how far away are our celestial neighbours? Well, Sometimes I fly by jumbo jet from Joburg to the UK. It takes me about 11 hours. If I was to fly at jumbo jet speed to Alpha Centauri, it would obviously take a lot longer. But how much longer? It would take five and a half 
million years. And remember, that's the trip to our closest neighbouring star. Quite a few of the stars you can see with the naked eye are hundreds of times further away than this. The edge of our star city, the Milky Way, is about 20,000 times as far away. And one of the objects you can see with the naked eye, a neighbouring star city called the Andromeda Galaxy, is nearly a million times further away. The most distant objects seen by the Hubble Space Telescope are now about 10,000 million times further away than Alpha Centauri is from us. At this point, you're probably getting phone book number shock. The numbers are getting so big, they cease to make much sense. They sound like a phone number and just leave us feeling very small and a little confused. You might even be feeling a little disconnected from the huge universe out there. In fact, nothing could be further from the truth. Life on Earth, and your very own life in particular, has everything to do with what you are seeing in the night sky. Because somewhere out there in that immensity of space, you were made. I don't mean you as you are now. I mean the stuff that makes you up, the atoms, the building blocks, that biology has converted into a living, breathing you. Have you ever thought about what you're made of and where it came from? If I took you, ground you up, vaporized the resulting mess and put it into a mass spectrometer, I would discover that by weight you're mostly made of oxygen. You also have quite a bit of carbon, some hydrogen, some nitrogen and, unlike Vintuk Lager, small but vital amounts of other stuff, such as sodium, potassium, iron and zinc. With the exception of the hydrogen, all of this stuff that is you was made trillions of kilometres away in space inside a star. You are, in fact, stardust. Making you happened a long time ago. But by looking into space, we can still see the same process of making you stuff going on right now. And a great place to watch the process is in the Bush Baby Nebula, one of the wonders of the southern night sky. This object formally goes by the rather boring name of the Eta Carina Nebula. But have a look at it and tell me that you can't see a bush baby there. Cute little ears, dark eye spots and two arms holding, no doubt, some morsel it's nibbling at. That is a bush baby. And it's also one of the glories of our southern skies. To find it for yourself, start where we left off at the Southern Cross and travel one extended fist width further out along the Milky Way, in the direction away from the two pointer stars. With the naked eye, the bush baby is a fuzzy white blob stuck in the Milky Way there. However, with a telescope, that fuzzy blob turns into something quite spectacular. Swirling pinks interspersed with dark lines and bright white dots. What you're looking at is a U-stuff factory. Right there, right now, the process of creating the stuff of which you are made is going on. In fact, the Bush Baby Nebula contains the whole production line for making you. However, if you want to drop in and see the factory in progress, it might take a while. The Bush Baby is about 2,000 times further away than Alpha Centauri, so factor in a 20 billion year round trip. Back to the factory. Let's start with the raw materials coming in at the door. That is the pink glowing stuff that makes up most of the Bush Baby. It's hydrogen by far the most common and most important element there is. It makes up three quarters of the normal matter of the whole universe, and it is what all stars are made from. 
And stars are what we're interested in because they are the next stage in the You Stuff production line. Once inside the Bush Baby factory, the raw pink hydrogen is squeezed together by gravity into lumps. These lumps are going to become stars, but initially they're pretty boring stars because they're producing no light. Gravity deals with that problem as well. As it squeezes a lump of hydrogen gas together, the lump gets hot. When it gets hot enough, bang, a thermonuclear reaction explodes in the center of the lump and a real new star is created. This explosion burns the hydrogen raw material of the star and creates huge amounts of energy. This has already happened hundreds of times in the Bush Baby Nebula. Every single white point of light we can see there is a brand new star that has been made out of hydrogen and is now glowing with the intense heat of the nuclear explosion going on inside it. The energy released in a star by this explosion actually makes all the light that we normally see from stars and is on a much grander scale than the puny nuclear bombs we humans make. For example, consider our very own star, the Sun. It's a fairly average star, and as we'll see, much smaller than some of the monster stars in the Bush Baby. Every second, our Sun's nuclear furnace releases 6 million million times as much energy as the Hiroshima bomb did. That's 1,000 Hiroshima bombs for every person on planet Earth every second. The Sun has been doing this year in, year out for about 5 billion years so far. And will carry on doing so for another 5 billion years before it runs out of hydrogen fuel. Every fire leaves ash behind and stars are no exception. This is very good news. It is this star ash that we're really interested in because it is in fact the stuff you are made of. All those elements I mentioned before, like carbon, oxygen and iron, are actually the ash left over from the nuclear furnace burning in stars. Depending on the size of the star, they make different kinds and amounts of ash at different times, but put together, they make nearly all the stuff that you are made of. Yes, I did say nearly all, and I'll come back to the missing bits of you just now, but first, let's finish the star ash story as it is. We've burnt up all the hydrogen fuel in our star. Along the way, by happy coincidence, we've made a pile of ash that has almost all of the stuff to make you in it. But we have a problem. How do we get the ash out of the dying star and spread it around to where it will be needed to make people like you? Because, as you may have noticed, you don't exist inside a dead star. The answer to this is stage three of the U production process, the explosive death of a star. As it turns out, most stars go out with a bang. In five billion years, our sun will do exactly this. As it dies, it will conveniently blast most of the ash it has made out into space in a dramatic and beautiful explosion. The Cat's Eye Nebula is an example of exactly such a star death, and one day our sun could look something very like that. A long time ago, the ash of some unknown dying star must have been flung into space in just this way. It must have travelled for unimaginable lengths of time before it finally got mixed up with a whole lot of new unburnt hydrogen fuel. That mix of hydrogen and star ash eventually became our very own solar system, and some of it became you. So, the story of how the you stuff was made is nearly over, but not quite. You're still missing some stuff. It turns out that some of the vital stuff to make you just isn't found in the ash of ordinary stars. 
For example, zinc, iodine, selenium, needed in small amounts by your body to function, cannot be made in normal stars. So where do they come from? The answer, again, lies in the Bush Baby Nebula. As I mentioned before, the Bush Baby contains a few enormous stars much bigger than our Sun. One such is Eta Carina, a real monster, from which the whole nebula gets its official name. It is in the middle of what would be the Bush Baby's right paw, buried in a swirling dark patch that looks a little like a keyhole, and surrounded by glowing white. Eta Carina is about 120 times the mass of our Sun, and much, much younger, only two or three million years old, and yet it is just about to die. It is already in its final death throes, and at any time in the next, say, 100,000 years, it could perform its final dramatic turn. Supermassive stars, like Eta, follow the maxim that it's better to burn out than fade away. Their whole life is compressed into a fraction of that of a normal star, and when they go, boy, do they go. Eta Carina will end its life in a supernova explosion. A supernova is the most dramatic event that can take place in a star. In a single second, such a star will release more energy than our sun will in its entire life. The resulting explosion is awesome. In 1008, when a supernova went pop in our galaxy, for a few days it shone brighter than all the other stars in the night sky put together. It was so bright you could read at midnight by its light alone and it could be clearly seen as a bright white dot in the middle of the day. The remains of that titanic explosion is the beautiful Crab Nebula. The awesome energies released in such an explosion complete the tale of making you. In the unimaginably intense shockwave that is created by a supernova, all the extra needed bits of you stuff are quickly made. And of course, the massive explosion conveniently transports the stuff out into space, ready for its journey to make a new star system with added extra you stuff. So, when you look up at the night sky, feel small if you like, but don't feel disconnected. You are in fact looking back at your birthplace. Thank you for downloading this recording, which is available at greatguides.org. This recording is copyright, all rights reserved, and may not be duplicated. Recorded in the Waterberg, 2010.